Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're tuning in. You are now listening to the Sequel Audio Experience, a podcast dedicated to making you a better marketer. Great. Hey, Matt. Yo. You on that meta? You know, I'm Can always... I find you on the meta? I'm always trying to capture a digital essence of myself, but no, I'm not. I'm I, not there yet. I left Marky Mark... McMarketer Zuckerberg's house uh, <laughs> earlier, and we were just having a long conversation on Meta. Which is interesting that that Meta as a term, it's been around for a while because it's so Meta, like Ooh, that that whole thing. Meta, big, but immersive. It, yeah, it's Ooh, it's just deep, chill. deep and and try to create a level of mystique and mystere, mystere <laughs> whatever that word is, but. What is that? You know, what what is this this hot topic that seems to be really popping in a lot of different news articles, a lot of technology, different instances, uh, metaverse? What is that going to even become? Yeah. There's like different channels and outlets of it. I don't know that I'm ready to be plugged into the matrix yet. Yeah, um, yeah. None of those long needles in the back of the skull. <laughs> they don't seem all that great. I, I, you know, I have my own opinion. I think this is like. It's not a publicity stunt, but I think it's a great way for Meta slash Facebook, by the way, if you haven't caught on to the joke here. Mm -hmm. Facebook has rebranded themselves as Meta, the company, mm -hmm. right? So they're going to have an arm of the company that still does all the WhatsApp, Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, all those typical social media connectivity platforms, yeah. is that what they're calling them? They're rebranding themselves mm -hmm. as the company that connects people cute that's nice yeah, yeah and then cute. this other arm meta is going to be investing in the future which they're calling the metaverse this is mm -hmm. a world of a mixture of vr and ar mm -hmm. that is going to be interlaced into our world as we're sitting here today we could have a podcast guest sitting right here in the center of us that's a hologram you and i can both see him the camera can see him mm -hmm. he can see us he sees what's behind him i mean he's fully immersed we are immersed in his area. I mean, yeah. it's just it's some it's some next level Star Wars. It's even way further yeah, advanced it's, than it's Star Wars, Star Trek, right? Definitely sci-fi movie, like trying to capture what some of the things that really inspire us. But that's really what movies kind of do anyway. Mm -hmm. Is they really push technology of how do I how do I make this become a reality in real life? And that's great because that that does push technology and science to try to become something more but when it comes to a practical application you think about some of the things you saw in star trek mm -hmm. even from the original one yeah. back in the 60s where doors open automatically yeah. and you know you could voice command to a computer that does things and, and gives you information holy smokes we've yeah. got a lot of that now yeah. how many years did that take you know that that took a long time so yeah. when you're thinking about the metaverse Yes, those announcements are wonderful as far as, you know, what's possible. Gets your mind thinking, but, you know, keep in keep into a scope of, of feasible timeline before an actual virgin version is either in some sort of development phase that you could even get your hands on. And then the, even the next step is when is it actually going to be real life, yeah. day to day, yeah. like all that stuff. So Yeah, we have some interesting things going on. I love that analogy of the Star Trek, how long that took. Mm -hmm. It took quite a while. I think that's a great way to look at it. There was this great quote by Steve Harvey, which he may be repurposing, but I, that's who I heard saying it, which mm -hmm. was, 
nothing is impossible. Someone dreamt that and wrote it into Star mm-hmm. Trek, you know, lore, if you will. Yep. And then someone thought it thought it was so cool and was like, you know what? There's got to be a way to figure that out. And then mm-hmm. 20 years later, boom, we got. And they're they're so everywhere. It's like at a grocery store when you walk up yep. and it senses you coming up to the door, it opens. That literally was probably initiated yep. from Star Trek, right? Yeah. So things do come true. Nothing's impossible if you can dream it. I think. Even if we don't have the technology today, yeah. you can probably create it, right? So sure. it was a powerful quote by him that I had seen that that always gets me thinking about those things. But with the metaverse specifically, it's really relying on two technologies that exist, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. I think that's what gets people really excited is like, maybe this isn't that far out because mm-hmm. AR and VR exist. Yeah. Mapping your your area exists. Your phone has LIDAR and can map this entire yeah. room, right? Yeah. So these technologies are here, mm-hmm. but just like, you know, a few years ago, there was this really big bubble of yep. VR and AR companies. They just popped up everywhere. Every, everywhere yep. was a VR house or an mm-hmm. AR house or something like that, right? Yep. And it all looked like it was heading in the right direction. People put billions and billions mm-hmm. of dollars into the market yeah. to invest. And then boom, where's the adoption? There was no adoption rate, it's right? Not people the, not the same way that they that they told us it would. Yeah, people Definitely weren't getting that. off work and going home and watching two hours of VR. <laughs> True, you know they weren't putting on the headset and watching it. And you know, first it was oh it wasn't comfortable enough, or oh it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't stream seamlessly enough. All those things got yep. got worked out, and they're still not using it that much, mm-hmm. right? So there's applications for these things. Yeah, for the metaverse to be successful, we're talking about a whole extra layer of adoption because yeah. then we've got to get you want a metaverse in your house. Well, you got to give Facebook the mapping of your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go in a privacy direction on that because yeah. that's freaky, right? That's, that's, what happens when China hacks in and knows what yeah. my house looks like on the inside, right? I mean, so. part of that part of that's like really, <laughs> what is it that they're that you're wanting to keep private and and have as yeah. a? This is helpful, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to let go of some of these specifics. Yeah. Just like if if I thought of you know. In my dining room, sure, there's nothing secretive there. If I had that be my meta room, mm-hmm. you know, sure, it's just a, a table and some chairs. Yeah. Obviously, that's in almost every home anyway. So yeah. there's certain aspects that are okay that I think, but when you get into the mapping of your entire home and, yeah. and being able to wear a headset that either has some sort of projection or mm-hmm. some sort of thing that, that shows things in your space, like, yeah, that's that's a big question that a lot of people should be asking yeah. themselves because that's you know that's that's a level of information that you let Google have another thing, you let Facebook have another thing, and it's it's just where the yeah sure we're probably not bad people that are criminals and all that like yeah. kind of there's yeah. nothing really to hide, but really there's still a level of privacy that that you should be thinking of and thinking of being aware of that so. Yeah, and in some of their demos, right, they showed some interesting things, right? One was like this person is seeing their friend is at a concert, and they would love to be right there with them at the concert. Mm-hmm. So they're teleport themselves into mm-hmm. that concert. They're standing right beside their friend as a hologram. They're listening to the music. Yep. They're, they're dancing. They're having a good time. They're waving at their friend, you know, <laughs> all that good stuff. That's more VR, which mm-hmm. you've already seen some games do this, right? They've, they've already been like, put on your VR headset, we'll drop you right in. Yep. In real time, mm-hmm. right? So the, the same experience is happening for everybody who's there. Mm-hmm. So that's already kind of there. The hologram is that added piece where then the friend would have to have these AR glasses yep. to be able to see you, which is, again, blending something unique. Mm-hmm. But then wherever you are, 
Yeah. You got to have a camera pointed at you that's analyzing what True. you look like, what you're doing. So there's a lot of technology baked into this and a lot of mm-hmm. physical technology, right? So like True. Zucks was jousting somebody, right, mm-hmm. in this demo. It's like, okay, we're talking about a lot of haptic things there. Are we wearing gloves mm-hmm. or what does it feel like when someone lands yep. the point on mm-hmm. you? Then we're talking about how in space does that jousting sword i don't Mm -hmm. know what it's called Mm -hmm. hopefully it's still a sword right Mm -hmm. how does that jousting sword interact with you in that space and how accurate is it as it's moved is there lag hopefully not 100 percent accurate if you get hopefully it doesn't stab you right yeah hopefully not 100 percent accurate (laughs) but there's all those questions about the technology does at a level today exist for what they're showing absolutely which is why i think you're going to see millions mm-hmm. and if not millions billions of dollars invested into this mm-hmm. which is why i from the start was like ooh ooh i think yeah. it's a, i think this is a, a a round of funding in my opinion sure because facebook obviously they have billions and billions they're going to invest their own yeah, money prove a concept show that show that it, it can work show yeah. some very interesting ways to connect to where you either get individuals starting to pay a service fee yeah. or buy equipment or whatever and then you tag into some companies like sure coca-cola is going to want to have a billboard in virtual space out yeah. in front of your house you know who knows <laughs> that's a whole other level who, who knows what could yeah. that could be you know i mean you've got games now selling mm-hmm. this virtual real estate Mm-hmm, absolutely. And the idea is there's so much adoption in this game that eventually it becomes its own space in the metaverse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it, you want to go to like Chicago, we go to yeah. we get in a car or on a plane, we go to Chicago. Uh, you're going to go to blank land in yeah. metaverse and that's where you're going to travel in this digital ecosystem, but somebody already owns it. Yeah. So you want to put a pizza shop in this metaverse? Mm-hmm. You want to you want to display or advertise? You got to pay that yep. individual not only the ser- not only the service provider who owns the metaverse or yep. that portion, but you got to then pay the landowner. So it's exactly. it's this crazy way for transactional data, but mm-hmm. also money to change hands, it, which it I think certainly is crazy. Is, which which kind of lends into a, another kind of aspect of the the discussion because we are as a society, we are a society that's built around experiences, mm-hmm. and so. We've always loved going to concerts. We've always loved going on vacations. We've always loved doing things that really inspire us or make us feel a certain way, going hiking in the mountains, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is that, that attracts you. And so as we get more dense as a society, things get you know more opportunities. We get more technology and we start trying to find ways to extend experience. And that's mm-hmm. really kind of what this is. I mean, yeah. you even think in the physical world we've gone thus far mm-hmm. and then um the Star Wars hotel that's coming out is supposed to yep. make going to a hotel the deepest richest experience in some sort of subset culture right. that you've ever experienced. Right. And they've got different technologies that I feel in that kind of instance of immersion and I think what was some of the, the specifics where they're supposed to have the, the very first actual holograms yeah. in the spe- in the space, yeah. some of the first actual extendable lightsabers that you can interact with and do things, and it's like, yeah. whoa, yeah, they're they're really kind of nerdy on the on the scale of being within the Disney sphere, yeah. but how will those technology pieces be able to be adapted for other, other things? things? Yeah, you know, so far with holograms, all we've had is. Like plexiglass with things being projected and kind of like 2d Mm -hmm. but they're really kind of 3d if we could bridge that experience and actually make some sort of like floaty hologram that you could touch and like in the movies 
how awesome would that be to think of how many different ways technology like that could be utilized? And that's part of what the metaverse is trying to do is thinking of what kind of technology can we create in some sort of sense yep. and then have it expand into our daily lives yeah. in some yeah. capacity. I think that's the hard part too is, you know, there's this, there's this, is, will it ever be practical is a good question for me, you mm -hmm. know, personally is, is it something where I'm going to go there for, let's just say an escape. I've had a long day and I would mm -hmm. like to go to a concert. I would like to catch a new movie or I'd like to hang out with friends in yep. Ireland, you know, something, mm -hmm. something just wild. I love the idea of that, right? Mm -hmm. But the metaverse is taking it further. It's you're creating this this virtual version of you, clothing inspired. Mm -hmm. Nike's already jumping on the bandwagon, making virtual shoes yep. and clothing, so that you can wear Nike gear on mm -hmm. this virtual avatar of yourself, yep. right? So you've got all these layers. You know, you gave Coca Cola. I don't know if them specifically, but there are companies who are already putting up billboards and signage yep. in these big mm -hmm. games that are getting millions of impressions and i think that businesses will start to look at this and say is it practical for us to get involved and if yeah. we do how right for and i sure. think that in the near future it's just publicity and i think that that is fair game yeah and if you want to make a splash and a pop mm -hmm. and do something funny or something really outrageous yep. like it's you experimenting and i think the big companies have the opportunities to do that the coca-colas yeah. mm -hmm. the the mountain dews of the world like Expendable cash. Expendable cash, right? They yeah. have the dollars to be doing something unique, to get in front of new audiences, mm -hmm. and really to kind of be that man on the moon first. Companies True. love that. Companies love being first at something, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, and there's plenty to be said about that. And it's fun, and it's entertaining in certain mm -hmm. in a certain way. But I, I truly would say that you're, at least the metaverse that we were presented in those mm -hmm. demos, Yeah. Realistically, <laughs> I don't know that that's ten years from now. Realistically, well, it, I, I'd say different iterations of it. So, is right. there something that could be a in a year or two gets released where maybe they integrate with their Oculus headsets and there's kind of segmented? But yes, what they presented as yeah. this is super easy. Yeah, you're already you've already got the technology in your hand. It's in your house or whatever. Yeah, that's that's. That's within the decade, probably something something that's coming out. But that technology has yeah. to grow and has to adapt. Yeah. We have to be comfortable with allowing that in our space and in our sphere. But the only thing to, to add to that, if you're looking at it as a business on that kind of practical use for what you might be able to use it for, the only adaptation that I think actually makes sense is, yes, it is a splash in the pan to kind of show that you were first. But then the other half of it is beachfront property gets more expensive the more people want it in yeah. a sp certain area so it might it might be cheaper to get into that so it's not saying that you should get into it right now or you shouldn't you have to decide that for yourself but is there a tangible thing that makes value not hard to quantify yeah. it's yeah. not it's kind of hard to quantify just right now but yeah and let's just also that's a good segue here is that it all sits in this ecosphere which is built in this crypto based environment mm -hmm. right which right now there's no dollar to dollar exchange right so True. you want to get involved in this you want to build your own avatar wear your own skins or mm -hmm. your own nike clothes in this metaverse that exists today yep. which is mostly built of gaming environments mm -hmm. to be specific there's not like this mapped world out there right but yeah, to get involved yet. with that you you got to go buy crypto which is not the easiest process mm -hmm. got to have a crypto wallet which getting crypto into your wallet back into a game 
that is six different exchanges you're doing just to mm-hmm. get your crypto into the token that's accepted into the specific game. Yeah. And then you're paying for each individual item. And the original crypto you bought, you either, you either look at that as I invested it into this NFT space that the crypto is constantly rising in mm-hmm. value in the background. And now I have something that's kind of valuable yeah. where you see Nike's like, oh, we're only going to release this many jerseys. Yeah. So if you have a jersey today and you paid for it in Bitcoin, yeah, you know, bit, the price of Bitcoin goes up, but also the exclusivity of that jersey goes mm-hmm. up. Two so it's like things. a rookie card in baseball Two different cards, things right? gaining value in their own way and yeah. in their own time. And you, you segued us into NFTs, but I feel like there might be a little bit more of a kind of evaluation on that too, because NFTs are their own very specific market. Exactly. And crypto aside, because crypto has its own discussion, but NFTs, I think I even saw a post from Gary Vaynerchuk saying yep. that he's he's bought into NFTs yep. and he, he has his own and they've definitely done very he's successful. Made tens of millions of dollars off his uh, NFTs. But what's to say the lifetime of an actual NFT is gonna hold? Like we just don't know that yet. Nope. That's still very very uh, undetermined yeah. on what's going to happen with it. But the experiences, again, tying it back to experiences mm-hmm. where when you can tie a tangible something, mm-hmm. whether that's a, an intrinsic value of get to ha- go to experience and see this athlete or celebrity yeah. or whatever, you have some sort of tangible aspect. I definitely feel like there's more security in that mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. you do when it's just a specific like, Digital art. Digital art. Uh, it's from a renowned artist, maybe. Yeah. Like, you've got that allure yeah. to it, but there's not not as much of a specific tangible to it. Yeah. Um, that's where it gets a little shaky for me. So Yeah. So just to, just to explain, NFT, non-fungible token, mm-hmm. okay? It's basically like the original copy of something, right? An artist, as an example, it's big in art right now, so that's the easiest way to go. Artists make something and... Mm-hmm. Before it becomes out on the internet, on their Instagram, on their websites, you know, boom, they can mint this mm-hmm. on the blockchain, which this is super complex. I don't know if we're going to be able to explain it all, but just imagine this. On the blockchain, you mint the original artwork. Yeah. So people can take pictures of that. People can download copies of that. Mm-hmm. and But it's know, not the original. But it's not the original, right? So yeah. think of the ultimate bragging rights. One, mm-hmm. if you're an art collector. Two, if you like exclusivity and being able to prove that you are yeah. you are in that exclusive kind of mm-hmm. club. That's what an NFT really is. An NFT is a non-fungible meaning. No one can fake it, basically. No mm-hmm. one can claim rights to it on the blockchain because the blockchain is keeping track of everything that's happening, all transactions, all data. And at any point, you can pull that trump card and be like, nope, this is mine. Here it is, proof yep. on the blockchain. It's a very specific set of code that identifies mm-hmm. that specific specific piece of artwork illustration little animation whatever you have that illustrates that almost that illustration is almost just a representation of the code of the code that exists that's behind that you don't ever actually see so that's just kind of a face of what's happening in the background but you do actually own something you own a set of set of code that then once you purchase it it lives on the platform that you purchased it for, and you can actually move it to your wallet, and mm-hmm. then you could use that wallet to show up to some event or something, mm-hmm. pop open your wallet and show this is in my space, in my control, I own this, 
and it could gain you access to whatever the experience might be. Those which are the is, ones that are doing it right. Yep. They're tying it to an experience or exclusivity or a club or a membership. The board apes. I mean, if you mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with them, go look on that. I'm not going to go into a tangent, but they're tying it all to exclusivity. There's value that they're building in other than the exchange that you had to make to purchase mm-hmm. it. So traditional art, a Mona Lisa, if you owned that, obviously mm-hmm. you can't own that one, but if you owned a, a piece <laughs> of traditional art, it's not gonna it's not gonna get you into a a, a exclusive club on a yacht with NBA players and, and celebrities. But a Bored Apes NFT mm-hmm. is going to get you into that exclusive club with those individuals. And mm-hmm. you may have value in networking with them. You may just enjoy the experience, whatever it is, but you're buying NFTs in crypto. So to, to go full circle on this, the crypto itself is either going to increase in value or decrease in value. So if it costs you 25 Bitcoin to buy this NFT piece of art, mm-hmm. you have the value of how exclusive and what perks or experience come with the NFT that gives it value. Yep. Or you have the fact that 50 Bitcoin is becoming more and more rare every single time, or 20, whatever I said. Yeah. The Bitcoin is becoming more and more rare. So not, not only did your art sit there and it's exclusive and mm-hmm. that's creating rarity and desire and demand, but now the Bitcoin is worth more. So you paid mm-hmm. 20 or 50, I don't remember what I said, but let's say you paid 20 in Bitcoin and three months later, short term, the Bitcoin is more rare now and that's worth 70 or 80 Bitcoin. We're mm-hmm. talking about huge jumps in US dollars when you convert it back yeah. out. Yep. So the same will happen in the metaverse to tie a bow on this. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to use crypto to purchase digital assets in this metaverse, whether it's your shoes, your outfit, your e-bike, you know, yeah. whatever it's going to be in the in the metaverse, you're going to have to be exchanging this. So there's adoption of technology, mm-hmm. VR, AR, haptic mm-hmm. mapping of environments. Then there's the adoption of crypto. Yep. All these things have to bubble up into this perfect storm for us to get what was demonstrated in those video demos from mm-hmm. Meta. Will it come? Absolutely. When will it come? Who no knows? clue. Yeah. And I would advise you that if you if you're someone that wants to personally invest for businesses, I wouldn't advise it. Yeah, unless you got the big dollars and you want to make a splash, I wouldn't advise it. But if I you're, would, a, yeah, plan for those dollars that you spend to just be gone, gone, and gone. never have your hands on it. If you're okay with yeah. that, whatever that number is that you're going to spend, that those dollars are just gone, then yep. that's fine. Don't plan on it being easily returned. Right. No ROI justification other than the exposure and the impressions for your business. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, as an individual, if you want to get involved in this and you think that it's somewhere to invest or put money, yeah. you know, we're not, we, we, we don't coach you. We're not mm-hmm. professionals here. We're not telling you what to do. But if you were so inclined, you could probably buy into NFTs, but more specifically, probably crypto. Yeah, and most NFTs are driven right now by Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to just say, look, I bet more people are going to buy NFTs, I think the metaverse is going to become larger and Ethereum is kind of the number one value exchange right now, yeah. then just go buy a bunch of Ethereum and sit yeah. on that because the value should be rising as we mm-hmm. get closer and closer to the metaverse. But yeah, man, we just we covered a shit ton mm-hmm. just now in this podcast. And there's so much more that could be gone into at various different stages of depth, but we don't have time for that today. We'll save that for another discussion. 
if there's something you have questions on in the metaverse or want to know a little bit more about crypto, don't call us because we don't really know. <laughs> if you have advice, I'll take it all. Yes. Call me, DM me. <laughs> I would love to know what I should be ready for. But as a you know, as a person for me, as a personal investor of looking at you know all this, I'm looking more into getting into the crypto than yeah. I am trying to invest in NFTs. Yeah. But man, if Facebook just comes out next week and is like, we got a better crypto and it's one to one dollar and all you got to do is put a dollar in and get a dollar of this yeah. crypto, boom, the crypto market's going to just just It's not plummet, impossible. Man. It's not impossible, which is why crypto yeah. is just, it's, it's you could put money in and have Ethereum coins. And yes, those coins are safe. They're not going to get stolen. They're, yeah. they're code that will live in your wallet, but just the value of them is very unpredictable. Yeah. And that's something that, that no one... No one really knows, and if they do, then then they're the ones in control, and they'll never tell us. <laughs> yeah. But you know, <laughs> which again, um, you can certainly call me and give yeah, me advice. Yeah, exactly. Well, is it insider trading if it's not a stock and it's not centralized? Crypto would not be no, not yet. Okay, so there's no Crypto's insider crypto trade. Not yet. Uh-huh. You can inside trade me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This could be proof for later. This never happened. Yeah. Can you cut this? Yeah. Okay. Cut. Well, hopefully, you learned something about meta, about what the metaverse is, how you are going to be able to interact and engage with it, the limitations there are today, and what needs to happen for it to truly exist. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in topics like this, we'll be hitting them here and there because we're mostly focused on business solutions and strategies, but we hope to see you next time. Take care. See you later.